Welcome to Discovering Spirit Within. This is Reverend Deborah Phillips coming to you from Spiritual Life Center in Sacramento, California. I had a big plan to do a podcast around the coming of the light, you know, the, the holiday season, because I am recording this on December 21st. And I'm going to tell you, I've tried to record it four times and nothing's coming out. And so I'm going to talk about what's really on my mind, which is actually part of the point of this podcast is, and we're going to call it, what's the point? Now, I came into doing this particular episode thinking that I needed to talk about the season. And then I said to myself, well, it doesn't really matter because people are going to listen to these whenever, you know, it's not like people are going to sit down and listen to them in order. Um, Someone might find this in six months. So what am I really doing? And what's the point of what I'm really doing? Which is a reflection of a bigger thing that's going on, not only in my life, but in, in other people's lives as well. And I know people are asking themselves right now what their purpose is. Like, what's the point? What am I doing? What's the point of what I'm doing? Now, there are already several books out there. There's one called uh, The Purpose Driven Life. Um, I know someone who does a six-week class on finding your purpose. And I'm hearing it talked about more and more. So I've got a feeling it's going to become very popular pretty soon it makes sense that after two years of lockdown and now we're out, we've been out for at least a year, there's a lot of reevaluating going on. And I appreciate that. And I know that even in my own life, you know, I get to a certain point in my life and I kind of reevaluate and where am I, what am I doing? How's it going? So I'm a little bit shocked to find out that on some level, I probably have never really defined my purpose. I know that I'm a spiritual teacher. I know that I'm here to offer information and insights uh, to help people along their journey. But where I've gotten stuck is trying to create a book. Now, I have a bunch of stuff written. It's just sitting there waiting for me to do something with it. And I've been beating myself up for not doing anything with it. And I couldn't figure out what was stopping me. I mean, there's all this stuff just sitting there waiting for me. And what was stopping me was it, so was it the fear of putting it out to the public? Was it the fear that it would not sell? Was it uh, just being lazy? I was going through all these different conversations with myself and I finally just decided to let it sit. And it was somewhere last week, and I think it was after someone else was talking about the fact that they were looking at what their purpose is in life. And I thought, well, I know what my purpose is. I'm here as a spiritual teacher. And then it dawned on me that even though I know that, I don't know specifically what it is I do. My joke over the years has been, I don't know what it is exactly that I do, but apparently I'm very good at it. And yeah, that's funny, but imagine what it would be like if I had more clarity and was able to define what I'm trying to accomplish, which took me to the book. And it was like, well, no wonder I can't do anything with it because it's a it's an accumulation of essays right now, but I don't have a common theme for the book. There's not a purpose to the book besides saying, here's something interesting you might want to look at and see if it does something for you. How wishy-washy is that? 
you know, I used to work in a bookstore and people would come in and then say, hey, I don't, there's this book that they talked about on NPR today. Well, what's the name of it? I don't know the name of it. Um, well, what's the publisher? I don't know the publisher, but I think it has a blue cover. Now, while people may try to buy books that way, the truth is, is they heard something about the book that triggered an idea in them. And so they actually had a purpose and they thought that the book would serve them in some way or another. So putting out just a bunch of writing, uh, what you call the book, hey, folks, you might be interested in some of this, but I'm not sure. I don't think that's going to work. And it was a huge insight. And it was like, okay, I can stop beating myself up for not doing anything with it because I don't have clarity yet. And of course, I didn't know that I didn't have the clarity, so I couldn't be looking for it. I couldn't be working on trying to discover the core of the teaching and say, this is, this is why you would want to read this book. Now, this may sound small, it may sound kind of self-serving, but I have to tell you that I've gotten this far in my life with not having a specific goal or purpose is pretty fascinating, honestly. There's the general category of spiritual teacher, but within that, there's a lot of different ways to be and to present yourself. And I have been so resistant to being put in any one category that I've floated around a lot. And it's been very helpful, honestly, because I've, I've studied in a lot of different areas and I've read a lot of different things and I haven't been tied to one particular teaching. At the same time, now that I'm wanting to do something more specific, I'm actually having to learn how to do that. I share this because I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one who has this kind of thing going on. And what happens is we walk around in the shoulda, coulda, woulda, have to kind of mentality where on some level we know who we are and we know what we're doing, but on another level there's all of these criteria for the outside world that we feel like we have to meet. And when we're trying to meet that external criteria, we either do not recognize or we ignore our own personal purpose. And that's kind of sad. Because when we know what we're doing, when we have some idea of what we're trying to accomplish in our lives, life is more interesting, life is more fun. Now, I am not going to sit here and tell you to find your passion and go out and storm the world with your passion. Because I've had many people tell me, I don't really have a passion. I don't, you know, there's not something that I get up every morning that I live and breathe and can't wait to do. I just go to work and I do my thing. Yet when I talk to those people, I often find that they have a purpose. For example, I've known several women who were absolutely content to be wives and mothers, raised their children, had good marriages, and didn't want anything outside that. They didn't want a job. They didn't want to be a writer or an artist or anything. Their purpose was to raise their family. And they were very happy and they were content because they knew why they were here. And what a wonderful gift for them. You know, I think in uh, at least American culture, it's like, well, don't you want more? For them, that was enough. That's what their purpose was. 
And yet other women might have a real need to not only have children and raise them, but have something outside in the world, or they might be artists, or they might have a job that they really love. And this also applies to men. There might be men who have a career that they really love, and they're trying to, you know, create something out in the world. And there's other men who are content to have a job that supports their family, that they're raising their family, and that's what their purpose is. I think it's really easy to judge other people's lives by what we want. Now listen to what I just said. I just heard it too. It's like, well, that person is just doing blah, blah. Well, if they're happy, if they're content, they're probably actually fulfilling their purpose in life. Those of us who are less content, maybe it's because we're not serving the purpose or haven't found a purpose. Again, it's not a requirement to go out and find a big purpose in life. Sometimes your purpose or the point of your life is simply to be who you are and do what you're doing. At the same time, if you recognize what it is, if you recognize what your purpose or your goal or what you're trying to, what you want to give to life, if you recognize that, how much better can you be at it? Because you have more focus. And of course, when you have more focus, then life flows a little bit better because you're not so distracted. How do you discover your purpose? Do you have to discover your purpose? Again, I'm going to tell you that I'm not asking you to go on this hunt to find out what you were put on this earth for, because most of us eventually figure that out. I think what I'm talking about here is when it comes down to trying to manifest something in your life, trying to create something in your life, or perhaps trying to do something in the outer world, if you don't know what you really are trying to accomplish it's going to be harder because there won't be that flow. And you'll probably always be second guessing yourself, which is what I do with, I I kind of second guess the podcast. And I definitely second guess any writing that I might be thinking about publishing. Here's the interesting part. I don't second guess any Sunday talk I do. I don't second guess any meditation I do in my in the service. And here's why. There's a very definite reason and purpose for them. It's a Sunday talk. I go. People expect to talk. I give a talk. Or if it's the day that I do the meditation, there's a very definite reason for me to be doing those two things. But the way my mind is working right now is that if I don't have a specific assignment, so to speak, and I write something anyway, well, what am I going to do with it? What's the point? No one asked for it. Therefore, Oh, and this is just coming to my mind, but if no one asks for it, then is anybody going to want it? And again, I'm pretty sure I'm not the only person who has these kinds of things rambling around in their mind. And of course, this pertains to anything that has to do with the arts, whether it's writing or music or um, sculpting, anything that has to do with the arts. It's like, well, are you just doing it for yourself? I have always deeply admired people who wrote for themselves or did art just for themselves and didn't care if they ever put it out into the world. They just did it for themselves. And I actually am capable of doing that. But at some point, my brain is going, but you should be spending your time doing blah, blah, blah. And you hear that big word I said, should. We should all over ourselves. We do the have-tos, the gotas, the what are other people going to think. And we're so busy looking at that, and we either don't look at our purpose, 
or we stuff it in the background because that's not serving the everyday needs of either yourself or your family or whatever it is we're serving in the outside world. So how do you discover your purpose? Wait a minute, let's clear this up. We all will have more than one purpose in life, but it's probably easier to think of one at a time. So that's why I'm going to say, how do you discover your purpose or what you're supposed to be doing here on this planet? Well, the first thing would be to really sit and think about what it is you want in life. What is pulling you? What calls you? Now, you might have a huge yearning that's been living inside you that you want to get out somehow. And you also might be one of those people who doesn't have that. So be kind to yourself and simply look at what's going on with you. Most people have some sort of a yearning to do or be something. They feel like there is more to them than what is happening right now. It may be really big, it may be feel really small, but it's still completely valid because it's your soul calling to you saying, hey, why don't we do this? We'd be good at this. This is what we came here for. And when you start to acknowledge that yearning and looking at it and thinking about it and acknowledging it, something is going to happen. It's going to trigger something else. Now, this does not mean that you look at it and go, oh, I have to do everything right now, and I have to go out and accomplish this thing, whatever it is. No, right now I'm talking about simply becoming friends with it, acknowledging it, saying, wow, this is something that I feel called or pulled to do. And Again, it could be really big thing like starting a business or writing the best book on the planet or whatever. It could be, I think I want to volunteer at my child's school, or maybe I could really build a great garden in my backyard. The what is not so important. The how isn't necessarily important too. What's important is understanding that there is something within you that is calling you for a reason. It might be right now to be the best mom you can be. It might be that you can be the best, um, you know, sculptor that you can be, the best accountant that you can be, the best whatever it is you do, you can be. That is a purpose. That is a true purpose in life. And maybe that's really... What we're talking about, we're talking about being the best person that we can be and do the best we can with whatever it is we're doing. But I think that comes back to understanding and realizing what it is we're doing and why we're doing it. I don't know. I don't know if the why is that important, but it's certainly understanding that you're here doing this certain thing And whatever that thing is, is it's what's inside you calling you to do it better, calling you to a higher level of whatever you're doing. And at the same time, allowing yourself to not be perfect. You know, there's a lot of difference between aiming for perfection and simply refining what you do and improving and getting better at it in some way. When you start striving for perfection, you will cut the energy off so fast it will make your head spin. 
you'll get stuck and you won't be able to accomplish anything. And you'll judge yourself and you'll make yourself wrong. When you approach it from the perspective of refining, simply getting better at what you do. I know a lot of musicians who strive for perfection in their music. I also know musicians who simply practice. They just do their music every single day and they, they work at it. They don't work too hard. And the whole reason they do it is to get better and better and better. Because the more you do something, the better you get at it. But this can be a little confusing too. Well, I'm, I don't think confusing is the right word. But if you think about musicians and artists and people like that, they kind of already have a purpose. They have a reason. They have a goal. They want to improve whatever their area is. If you're doing life, rearing children, having a job, being in a relationship, all of those kinds of things, it would seem like, well, what's the reason? What's the purpose? Well, the purpose in that particular case would be just to have a good life, right? To have enough money to be comfortable, to have a good relationship, maybe children, or being able to travel, whatever it is you want in your life, there's still a reason. Okay, I'm going to say this. There's a reason to have a purpose. (laughs) I've been trying not to say that, but there is a reason to have a purpose because the purpose helps you become more focused and it you understand why you're doing something. And at the same time, you don't want to let yourself get stopped because you don't know what your reason or your purpose is. Sometimes you discover that purpose or that reason in the process of doing whatever it is you're doing. Coming back to the question of how do you discover your reason or your purpose in life or a purpose in life, the first one is to get quiet, go within and discover whatever it is that is pulling on you and calling you to be better, calling you out of yourself. And we all have have that on some level. It might be whittling for all I know. I mean, it, it doesn't matter what it is. The what is not important. The reason or the motivation. You know, purpose sounds big and official. It's like, go out there and find your passion and, you know, storm the world and make it all a better place. And the truth is, most of us live pretty mundane, ordinary lives. And yet we can still have a purpose. We can still have a reason to do what we do. And our lives are better when we understand where we are coming from. And by that, I mean, you understand where you're coming from. Understanding yourself, understanding what your motivation is. And of course, this comes back to the spiritual component, because when you turn within and you listen to those yearnings, you'll discover that those yearnings are your soul talking to you, speaking to you, telling you, this is why we are here. This is what we're meant to do. And it can be very simple. It can be bigger going out into the world. But simple is good too. There's no right or wrong. There's no judgment. There's no shoulds or have tos. It's simply getting in touch with your inner self, your inner motivation. Why am I here? What do I want to do? What is the point of my life? 
And I'm not saying you say, what's the point of life on planet Earth? I'm saying, ask the question, what is the point of my life? What is the purpose of my life? Why am I here? What can I contribute? It's a way of getting to know yourself better. And the truth is, is we think we know ourselves, but honestly, most of us don't really. Even those of us who have spent years and years in introspection and working on ourselves are still often surprised at what we find inside ourselves. It's like my discovering that the reason I have a book sitting here that doesn't going anywhere is because I didn't know what its purpose was. And today, right now, I don't know what the purpose of the book is. But now that I know to ask the question, it will come. And I can get off of this thing of beating myself for not publishing and, you know, the people who tell me, well, by, you should have a book out by now. And like, really? Honestly, I could probably go my whole life without publishing a book. But at the same time, there's a bunch of stuff just sitting here. And I know that it came through me for a reason. But somehow the way my mind works, the way I was socialized, I can't figure out what that reason would be in relation to the rest of the world. And that's quite hilarious when I think about it. But I know I'm not the only person who has those qualms or like, well, okay, so who would be interested? And it's not like I don't have good self-esteem. It's just like there's 80 bazillion books out there already. So why would this one be any different? And again, I'm not the only person who has these thoughts and feelings, which is why I am sharing mine with you. We're all in this together. You know, when COVID hit and uh, the shutdown happened, uh, people kept saying, we're all in the same boat. We're all in the same boat. And people were saying, no, we're not, because there's so many socioeconomic differences. And then somebody said, we're all in the same storm. We may be in different boats, but we're all in the same storm. And that's the same thing. We're all in the same world. We're all living lives. We're all living, in some respect, the same lives. But we each have our own reason for being here. We have our own purpose for being here. And that yearning that you feel inside you is your soul. It is spirit calling you to be more, not in an outward way of being more, not in an outward way of being seen. It's who are you? Who are you? What's going on inside you? How can you be more of who you are? That's what it comes down to. And that's the point. The point is to be who you are. I want to say to be the very best person that you can be, but that's, that's not what I'm saying because that implies being good out in the world. I'm talking about being as much of who you are as you can possibly muster in this world. Think about that for a while. Think about what the point of your life is. Think about what your purpose in this life may be. You might be surprised and you might get to know yourself a little bit better, and you might even like yourself a little bit better. It'll be interesting to see what comes of that. I wish you a beautiful, wonderful, inspired week. Thank you for listening today. Discovering Spirit Within is produced by Spiritual Life Center. If you enjoyed our discussion and feel inspired to support us, you can go to slcworld.org forward slash donate. And now until we meet again, deep peace of the running wave to you, deep peace of the flowing air to you, deep peace of the quiet earth to you, deep peace of the shining stars to you, 
deep peace of the Son and Daughter of Peace to you, and may the joys of the world go with you. 